Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official Emmett from Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters and worlds we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art. With me today is uh, two Green Gay Boys. It's Rob <laughs> and Keto. Hello. Yes, we we are. And we are also from the Dear Watchers podcast, where we explore omniverses and multiverses and all things what-ifs, elseworlds, and all things of that nature. I'm back. Okay, uh, cool. But that's Guido's voice. I'm cute in. Yes. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but yeah, we're talking about I, I feel I feel like you probably know this one, Guido. Yeah, uh, but, I, yeah we're talking about Art, Noel. Art said the character to me before we got on, and I I I stared at them with with blank eyes, but I think you will know who the character is. Yeah, it's of course, Noel. queer X Men. <laughs> Come on. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, don't you mean half of them? Like all of them, but like I think. Wait, could you make a case that Magneto is queer? I'm trying to think <laughs> of anything. Because like, because like, if there's a hetero person, like just straight up hetero, and I mean that in like the negative sense, it is Xavier, like 100. Yeah. percent But yeah, that's for sure. Magneto. Hmm. I don't <laughs> know. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a way to make Magneto at least buy somehow. So <laughs> yeah, I, it's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> it has to. Uh, but. But uh, this is, uh, but yeah, a knoll. So um, I will say, uh, first off, uh, green, green gay boy. Uh, that's mostly <laughs> what I call him because he's a green gay boy. But, um, but Gita, what's your like one sentence, like summation of, of a knoll? Uh, he's an underused in the young X-Men era launching character who is really a great count uh, kind of a modern kitty pride where he's like the young character you identify with who's experiencing the x-men and experiencing his mutant powers and sadly we just haven't gotten a ton of stories out of him okay weirdly enough does have a prose novel out i'm all yes, prose that's novel. right i think i i think i might have it but I haven't read it yet I, i'm gonna say i thought you do just about any other uh, like x-men character before it all but but whatever. But uh, uh, no, um, I mean, I don't know if I love or dislike early two thousands Marvel House style. I don't know. Like I go, I'm yeah, back and forth. I but I don't like, I don't like his design here. But this is a Noel. Well, what's he look like? He looks like a green lizardy human hybrid. But of course, he has his one big rocky scaly arm mm -hmm. he looks yeah. a little bit like that one morlock leech don't they have a similar look yeah he's like an oh. older leech mm -hmm. yeah yeah Le leech with with like harder edges because Le leech mm -hmm. is a soft boy also is leech still a child i don't know thing. when the last time we saw leeches but i'm pretty sure he was like still late childhood i don't <laughs> think they, we've yet converted him to a teen. Because so. I don't, I don't think they made Artie or Leech into a teen. Because the last time I saw Artie no. or Leech was an FF. I want to say the the um the one uh 
Matt Fraction and oh yeah, oh yeah, the yeah. run that you chose uh, yeah. the character on our Pride episode from. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the last time we saw, and they were still very much tiny children. But I feel like if Kitty Pride is a full-on grown adult, they should be by now as well. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. No, they're friends with Franklin. Franklin likes keeping them young and stuff if they're if they're his friends. Although that was before Dan Slott depowered him because he doesn't like. Mm. I don't like the yeah, Dan Slott. Yeah, now Slott, he is like an angry teenager. So no, but I Dan Slott also depowered be him. Angry teenager somewhere. I know. He depowered him. Also, also he's a mutant because the, the literal definition of mutants have like almost like he was. Except okay, whatever. I'm not. I'm not over <laughs> the X Men. X Men Fantastic Four thing. Agreed. <laughs> but. But but yeah, his name is uh, Victor uh, Borkowit. The Borkowit. Bo, Bo, I can never say these Borkowski, names. It Borkowski, it seems. Borkowski. Borkowski. That's how you say it. I can never say it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Borkowski. Um, no other aliases uh, known to authorities. He's an adventurer and a student. Uh, born in the U.S. Uh, unrevealed birthplace. Known relatives is his is parents, so Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Borkowski. Um, and his group affiliations is New X-Men, Xavier X, uh, Institute Student Body, and formerly Alpha Squadron. Um, education is various courses at Xavier's Institute for Higher Learning, Winchester, New York, which... Xavier was around at this time, right? 2000, early 2000s? Was he? Yeah, because he doesn't die till Avengers versus X Men. So no, yeah, yeah, that was. By the way, that Avengers vs X Men literally made me not want to read Marvel <laughs> like for like three <laughs> years. I literally stopped reading Marvel comics because Avengers vs X Men because I was just like, nah, nah, I, mean, I, I, I don't <laughs> vibe with this. <laughs> and then New Fifty Two happened like almost really close after. So I just was just like, I guess I'm only reading indie comics now. Uh, <laughs> I changed a little bit on that i do still read any comics but um but like okay the reason why i'm saying that is like why isn't xavier just doing the thing like because obviously he wants child soldiers because that's you know that's xavier's whole thing child soldiers um yeah so and like why didn't he just download all the information into their heads like he does in krakoa age like he literally <laughs> teaches every every mutant that walks through the gates instantly learns a krakoan language yeah, it was much less efficient prior to this era. <laughs> but that's also really evasive. I be, but also that's also just sure. Xavier. I don't know. Xavier sucks. Uh, <laughs> let's just say that. Uh, but but yeah. So um, he first appeared in New Mutants issue number two, um, and this is a uh, two thousand three New Mutants. I don't even remember that. I don't even remember what volume of New Mutants that is. If you look in the volumes, is it volume two? Yes. Which, oh, they, because, okay, Nemeans turned to X-Force, and X-Force ran all the mm-hmm. way through the 90s uh, to early 2000s. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, this is the first cool. reboot of New Mutants. Yeah, so it came out August uh, 2000, uh, 2003. And I will say, this is a gorgeous cover. Uh, it has Karma. It yeah. um, she's cover. Yeah, uh, she's kind of like she's kind of in in the buff a little bit, but it's just <laughs> these like really soft pinks and and uh, there's like uh, why am I rem- not remember? And am I saying no? Am I saying is it Moonstar? It's Moonstar. Why did I say Karma? Okay, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's Moon- Danny Moonstar. It's Danny Moonstar. I don't know why I said Karma. 
Um, but but she's kind of in the buff, and there's like feathers and just um like flowers and stuff. It's real soft and nice, and I like it. Uh, also, I will say the thing that got me into X Men was the New Mutants from this era because uh, technically, I think also technically not good comics, but <laughs> I love them. Though though it's in- they introduce so many characters that are very popular. I mean, seeing yeah. that. Enol debuted with Julian Keller, who is still around and actually being also, used a lot more than Enol. Where, where is Ink? I loved Ink. The the guy yeah, that could, got mutant, like that power. They got the like. Well, he de- doesn't have power. Well, he has a tattoos that gives him powers. But like, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I don't remember I don't what so. happened to him. I don't remember. I don't know. He's technically yeah. not a mutant, but whatever. Um, but yeah. So, <clears throat> so Enol's history. Uh, so he was born. And a small in small town America, sixteen uh, year old mutants. Uh, he lived like a fairly normal life, despite his reptilian appearance. The and the close knit uh, community like really just accepted the boy just completely until the world got like more uh, anti mutant and eventually just kind of reached their reached their town. So, uh, so for his own safety and luckily his parents didn't become anti mutant. Uh, they sent him over to Xavier's uh, Institute for Higher Learning, uh, run by the X-Men. Uh, there, he was codenamed Anol after a s- species of chameleons and began to excel academically. So, I did not know that he was named after a chameleon. No, that makes sense, neither though. did I. That's interesting. Yeah. And I was just reading on Wikipedia that his origin story could have been very different because his creators intended for him to commit suicide early in the series after coming out as gay and finding oh, himself no. rejected by his friends and family. They wanted it to serve as a message about intolerance, but Marvel editors thought it would be a little too controversial. Yeah, so. good, 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 <laughs> good on them for, you know, rarely enough to say, because I think until recently, I think, Marvel editorial did good there. It's really rare to say that. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Really feels rock. like a throwback to the 50s or 60s to have this character doing the, the, editor, of this, the yeah. editor of the series is C.B. Sibulski, so I'm surprised <laughs> that a good decision was made. Yeah, oh man. If, if I... Okay. So C.B.'s it, like run of the editor-in-chief... Have some of the, I think, some of the best comics to come out of Marvel. I know. I re- literally wish it was anyone else. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I was hoping when Joe Casada announced his retirement, he was taking CB with him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, technically, though, like he, he he is overseeing. I think one of the best eras in comp, like in at least from what I've read uh, recently. You know, like I think we're in a golden age, honestly, right now, at least for people like me who likes, you know, queer representation and, you know, variety of stories being told by, you know, more than just straight white dudes. Yeah. But, agreed. But yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah. So real smart kid. Initially he chose uh, Wolverine as a student advisor, but then he realized that they're incompatible and opted for uh, karma instead becoming her first advising that's why i said karma because i associate with karma okay yeah. that makes sense uh so well it's probably because he's not like a young he, he's not a young uh girl that he can teach to be a ninja so that's why he's not <laughs> compatible with, with wolverine i'm a little upset that uh gwenpool after gwenpool became like you know a mutant quote-unquote 
uh, like comic wise. I'm surprised that they didn't make Gwynpool like Wolverine adjacent because yeah, like uh, she's perfect. She's like the archetype. That, that feels for like a mini series Wolver- waiting to be written. Oh my god, that would be good. I would really like a, a Wolverine and Gwynpool comic. <laughs> That'd be very good. Uh, but uh, so he, he so he soon uh, so, bah, 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 but he became a first like advisee and he was uh, later placed on a North Star's Alpha Squadron and so became squad leader. Uh, struggling with his own sexuality, he formed a close bond with the openly gay uh, North Star, which I think at that time was still one of the few very openly gay characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, now it's hard to open up an X Men book without having at least like at least seven <laughs> bi people fall out, and I'm just talking about Leia Williams' uh, runs of stuff. So, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah. So when Bra- Brainwash Wolverine killed North Star, I don't remember that. Yeah, that Is was that? enemy of the state. Oh, yep, yeah. Uh, Victor like had trouble like dealing with the loss, uh, unaware of North Star's subsequent resurrection. He learned to cope uh, with help from Karma, who became his advisor once more. So, did he get resurrected? In when did he get resurrected? I'm trying to think. I know I it was. Dur- I think it was an Alpha Flight. I think it was an Alpha Flight one. Because yeah, unless it was in the astonishing run that leads to his marriage eventually maybe he gets resurrected probably i can't remember i don't know because that would have been that would have been close to that era right when he yeah because that was still in the 2000s so hmm, i don't know um because i'm just i'm thinking i'm just thinking of like when like almost all the alpha flight people got like resurrected because i guess they had no canadian canadians to write about uh but (laughs) but uh but yeah so uh following m day when scarlet witch you know no more mutant people uh people's uh he was among the few mutants that retained their abilities mm-hmm. and after co headmistress uh, emma frost disbanded the school squads uh victor participated in a battle royale with the other students to determine who would join the school's uh x-men class new x-men class but failed to be chosen and um, he still remained at the uh Institute where he mourned the depowered students slain by the anti mutant uh, Rev, the Reverend William Stryker and his purifiers, and was present when uh, Stryker's uh, purifiers assaulted the Institute. Um, later, when the students of the vault sent North Star and his sister Aurora to attack the Institute, Victor was thrilled to see North Star alive, although the brainwashed North Star like, knocked him unconscious. Uh, after attending another funeral for his fellow students, Victor was among the students who witnessed the X-Men battle the Hulk when they became before they became trapped t- kidnapped to Limbo by Belasco, who was seeking uh, magic, because who else would he be seeking? That's like the only person he seeks. It's just magic. Um, and uh, attacked by demons, uh, Victor had his right arm torn off uh, by one before his fellow students uh, were saved by uh, Ileana's dark child aspect who imprisoned them as she sought to take student Pixie's soul to use against Alasco. And he, he, he got better. He got a new arm, but like it got big, <laughs> got big arm. <laughs> and I guess that's like a lizard could do that. Can they? I, right? Like, I think Can it's they, like regrow the their same? tails or whatever. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, although, although like Marvel's understanding of like animal biology is very uh, 
limited. <laughs> yeah. And if he was to be resurrected on Krakoa, would he have his original arm or his current arm? I know he's currently on Krakoa, and I think, and I know they, I know they fudge the rules a lot because they want to keep some characters certain ways. Um, but they're supposed to bring back the character. I mean, the the mutant as they were in the latest like brain scan mm. thing, the weekly brain scans. They're supposed to do that, which also brings up the point: Does Gambit still have? Does Gambit still have his uh, lobotomy that he electively got? So he wasn't literally blowing up the planet. Does he still have the lobotomy? Because that's technically Has he been not resurrected of, multiple times. Yeah. I mean, he's on. Yes. I know. Has he? I don't know if he's died. Actually, I don't yeah, know if I'm he's died. Sure I, no, you know what? I don't think he's died. So no, I guess he doesn't have to worry about it. But would they <laughs> still keep his lobotomy? Because like he like went to Mister Sinister to be like, "Yo, can you make me like not be able to blow people up with just by touching them and give them the lobotomy?" So does he keep the lobotomy afterwards? Yeah, I'm gonna say yes, unless <laughs> unless they want to tell an interesting story out of it, <laughs> and then no. Uh, before saving uh, Pixie from the Dark Child, and then the Pixie, adopt uh, the Pixie. The students oppose Belasco's efforts to bring the entire Earth to limbo, and witnesses defeat by the Dark Child before she teleported them back to the Institute. Victor subsequently joined the new X Men alongside Pixie and Gentle, and participated in a strike against the Purifiers, during which they fled from Lady Deathstrike and her new Reavers. Which is uh, good, good, good instincts on that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's a null. Like he still doesn't have that much more history after this in the first place. So I mean, I guess that we have a prose novel that we I haven't read, so maybe that probably has story in it. I would assume so because that's kind yeah. of what a prose novel would need, at least a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, that's where I think he's he's like. A young protagonist like Kitty used to be for many decades, where that's I'm guessing why he has a prose novel, so that young sixteen year olds who feel you know uh, out of it, whether because they're queer or whether because they feel different. In this case, he's a lizard, but he's I'm... sort of the point of entry now, which is great. But they need to do that in the comics a little. Yeah, I will say that um, I do. I do like part of this era. Of the X-Men because this was around this is I think either right after or right before Chuck Austin's uh takeover. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably actually running parallel to it. No, I know it's running parallel. No, it's running parallel. Um, so you know, mainline X-Men book probably yeah. is uh <laughs> filled with a creep creepy dude. It's creepy <laughs> dude writing it. Well, there's lots. I, I mean, I definitely suggest anyone listening who wants to go deeper too. There's a lot of about the alternate story where Anul was no longer going to be with us on his Wikipedia. In fact, they even have a panel. It was all drawn, and it seems like it was changed at the very last minute, so people can kind of read uh, more about that. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they uh, that they yes. chose. That's like real, honestly one of the few Marvel editorial decisions that I'm mm-hmm. just like, no, you're right. Yeah, well, in part, it seems that it was going to his empower his friend Josh or a a, a, a straight character as well, and kind of so it, it really is a you know the gay the queer character dying to kind of you know help the 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 straight character you know proceed. <laughs> so yes, and and Josh Elixir always seemed like he was going to be gay to me, but then was not. 
Yeah. yeah, no, like if there if there's a queer coded character, it is definitely Elixir. I don't know what. I don't know if I even have like specific examples to point to. Well, it feels like he <laughs> and Julian because they had the nem- the they were like nemeses, but it felt like that sort of like I yeah. hate you because I'm attracted to you relationship. At least that's how I used to read it. Yeah. Also, okay, and I want to ask you this because uh, at least Guido, uh, this. Okay, so I, in my mind, and up until like last year, thought 100% true that at one point, Cannonball and Sunspot at least were in a relationship together or like a triad. <laughs> I um, thought they I kissed. Think can, I think I feel like we can assume that <laughs> off panel that's true, but that's I, never I, been true no, on like, panel. No, like, I could have sworn, like, <laughs> around the time when I was reading uh, New Avengers, the um, Hickman run, when they were part of the Avengers. Oh, yeah. And that, then like, in Avengers world. Yeah. When they were together, like, next to each other, I thought, like, these boys kissed. Like, they had that yeah. energy. And I, apparently, they were dating the same girl at one point. <laughs> and that's the closest I'm- we get. But, like, I 100%, like, would have put my, like, would have sworn on my mother's grave. Maybe she was both of their their beards. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Her both like, of them. They have. They have. They definitely kiss energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. Um, Agreed. But I don't know. It's also like <laughs> maybe it's just because X Men just feels queer coded in general. Like past uh, a certain point, especially so them them being. I mean, they're New Mutants when it's. Well, no, they're both on New Mutants before X-Force. New Mutants, I think everyone who is a part of New Mutants is queer somehow. So Yeah, and I think the only... Yeah, I honestly think... And, like, that Marvel needs to make Ileana, like, canonically. And, no, that's... Is that weird? Is it weird if, like, the both a brother and a sister really likes the same person? Is that weird? <laughs> because, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't want to think about it too much, but also at the same time, yeah. Ileana should be kissing K- Kitty or Kate now, I guess. But Kate, they should be kissing <laughs> and holding hands, but they're not. So, but that's also weird. Is it weird? I don't know. I don't want to think about it too much, but whatever. But, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so that's the green gay boy. Um, and he's, you know, <laughs> he's around. Uh, so he's five, he's five, six, uh, have brown eyes. Uh, weighs two twenty nine uh, pounds. Wow. Used yeah, to have black like hair. Fifty pounds of that must be his arm because that seems too too heavy. Because I'm yeah. five six or and have brown based eyes. On based on how he's drawn, yeah, yeah. heavier than well, how he's drawn. That also might just be the that also just might be the house style of the time. They tend to draw real nippy dudes at that time. Right, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Early two thousands is very skinny. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, so he has a reptilian mutation. He can camouflage the skin to match the pattern of almost any surface. A uh, mm. spiked carapace on his head, spiky prehensile uh, forked tongue, pads on his hands and feet that allow him to cling and to solid surfaces, and a regenerative uh, ability that can allow him to replace limbs. And we still don't know like how much of a regenerative ability he has. I don't think they really tested it out too much except for his arm. Yeah. Um, uh, so he did grow that arm with covered in spikes and enhanced muscle mass that grants him like enhanced strength, but only with that arm. Uh, so 
I mean, I guess I guess if they really wanted to test it out, they'd just start ripping limbs off and they'd be like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like And then eventually go to his head and be like, hmm. Yeah. Like, also, like, if you rip if you rip his head off, does he turn into two anoles? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And also all of his clothes now have to be custom made, which must be annoying. Well, I mean, they have Shiar technology. And they he wears a lot of sleeveless stuff. Yes, I see. And, uh, yeah, I see he's, he's a lot gay, of sleeveless. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Tank tops only. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's very sent out, guns out person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but, yeah. So before we get to trivia time, uh, what, what, do, what do you think? Rob, what do you, you think of him for the first time? Yeah. Um, well, I'm curious. I, I think it's interesting to have a queer character and a queer younger character. And I'm kind of interested to see a little bit more. It seems from what you've both said that he's disappeared a little bit, but I think it's great to have an, and like you were saying, Guido, an out character who's also not, doesn't look like a normal, doesn't look like a a standard white person, but is also different in other ways too. Yeah. Well, I will also say, um, he grew up, with very little trauma until his community turned against him because of like the state of the world, basically. So like, we also have a queer character that had parents that loved them, <laughs> which is, you know, rare somehow yeah. in media. Uh, and also up until he became part of the X-Men like team, very seemed to have very little trauma, which is great because I love not having trauma in, yeah. <laughs> for my queer characters. Especially for 2003, uh, that seems like the final days, really, of having parents that didn't accept and trauma. I think a lot of media, it seems like we've moved beyond that now, thankfully. But those days, that definitely was still pretty prevalent. Yeah. And it was still very okay up until, I think, 2000. I think it was middle of 2010 to be like very openly homophobic. So, like, you know, that's nice. Um, I'm glad that Chuck Austin wasn't writing him. Let's just say that. I don't know. It probably would have yeah, been awful exactly. if he showed up in the mainline X-Men book at this time. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to do trivia time. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? Okay. So, um, this isn't a long one. Let's see. I'm going to get try to get a sp- spicy one. One moment. <laughs> Okay, who did a null save after his arm was ripped off? I'm going to say it was Rock Slide. No, it was Pixie. My favorite X-Men. Pixie's my favorite. Actually, no, I'm lying. That's Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's too perfect. (laughs) I'm not being the favorite. He's very... I don't know. Everyone loves loves Nightcrawler. They should anyway. He's he's, he's literally made to be loved. Um, (laughs) But... (laughs) But uh but yeah, so yeah, Pixie. But Pixie is one of my favorite characters. Also, talk about another character that show up. Gentle. Gentle doesn't show up a lot anymore. Yeah, I don't even remember who that is. Uh I'm fairly That's sure he's show. like over a Condon who has like who can he kind of has like strong guy powers a little bit, but he has like vibranium tattoos that like keep his upper limits from going too high because like uh. he can grow enough muscle mass to like explode explode basically um but yeah doesn't show up anymore but whatever uh we are done with this so uh what, what you can do your plugs again if you'd like 
So we are Dear Watchers. We are a comic book omniverse podcast where we tackle all things multiverses. And you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on Twitter at Dear Watchers. Thank you. So, yep. So my name is Art and uh, you can find me on another podcast called Over in Smith where me and my friend Faith reads an H.P. Lovecraft story and release audiobooks of them if they aren't too boring or racist. Uh, and... So far, uh, we are going through At the Mountains of Madness, and we are enjoying it a lot. Um, so, yeah, this if you want to see the people are talking about, you can always go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also go to the link in the description to my Patreon, uh, uh, patreon.com slash Alphabet Flight, to, you know, give me a buck or two. Uh, and, you know, maybe even forget about it. You know, it's just a thing that happens. <laughs> you spent more than two bucks on something you don't like. <laughs> so. And and uh, we're happy patrons of yours, and so yeah. everyone else should be yeah. too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flights, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.